Grace and mercy and peace to you today. From God our Father and from Jesus Christ our Savior too. As we follow the theme about this battle, the theme tonight is about allies. And the fact about allies is you can't have someone be allies with two people who are fighting against each other. That weird kind of triangular relationship if, if you were my enemy but then somebody else was helping you and then helping me too, that just wouldn't work. Because when there are two sides, you have to choose which side you're fighting on. You can't be allied with both. Now, we're talking about the spiritual battle that's going on between our God and against Satan. And there are only two sides. There's, there's God and there's Satan. Nobody can be neutral as much as they would like. Yeah, some people fight harder on one side or the other. But in the end, either someone is an ally of God or someone is an ally of Satan. And so, when you look at this, this battle that Jesus came to fight, it wasn't just against Satan. It was against the allies of Satan as well. And of any passage in the whole Bible that talks about these allies of Satan, it'd be Ephesians chapter 2. So I'm going to break it into two parts. I want to read first just verses 1 through 3. And as I read this, Listen for how Satan is described, and not just Satan, but listen for his allies as well. Here's what the Apostle Paul wrote. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. Now, if you go back to catechism, or how would you describe the three main sources of temptation in this world? They are Satan and the world around us and our own sinful nature. And all three of those are here in Ephesians chapter 2. Satan is called the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. So, is he an enemy to face? Yeah. It also says that there's a world we live in where people around us are doing what's wrong. That's part of the temptation. But the third one is us too, gratifying the desires of our, of our sinful hearts. So, you look at the battle Jesus came to fight, and what is he up against? It's not just that Satan sinned against God and fell from heaven and now is waging a war against everything that's good. It's also that this world, in many respects, has followed Satan and is, is his. And I don't know tonight that I can make a complete list. You probably have some you could add to this. But as far as what are, what are some of the main ways where this world turns against God, one would be there are many people who do not want to listen to God as the truth. So when Jesus was on trial before Pontius Pilate, Jesus said, I came into this world to testify the truth, and remember how Pilate answered? He says, what is truth? This world fights against God and his truth. Uh, another way would be that when God says things are right and wrong, the world doesn't want to listen to that. This world wants to have its own standard of morality that's very different than what God has said. Third way is many people and many in this world would like to think they don't need God. That without God here, the world tends to drift further and further. People think, I'm fine, I don't, I don't need him. So Jesus comes into this world and wages war against 
against that. And what did Jesus do? He came to not just bring the truth, but to, to be the truth. In him, we have everything that is, is good and right. If, if people in this world reject what's right and wrong, in the end, Jesus is going to hold everyone responsible to God as he judges the world on, on the last day. And do we need God? Yeah, we do. And I, I think what we're going through, with all the, this crisis and the panic right now in our lives, uh, one thing God could work out of it is this wake-up call that says, do we need God? The answer is, is yeah. And so who's going to win the battle in the end if it's Jesus versus the world? It's going to be Jesus Christ, our Savior. Uh, the Apostle John wrote this, 1 John 4, verse 4, the one who is in you is greater than the one who's in the world. And Jesus, on the night before he died for us, he told us he's the one who overcomes this world. And so no matter what you see around you that's wrong or against God, is Jesus going to win the victory? The answer is yes. Jesus said this, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So that's one ally, this, this world. Can the world stand against Jesus? No. But that leaves the other one, which I suppose is the hardest, because it is actually, actually us. Does Jesus need to come and fight against against us. If I would ask you, who is your own worst spiritual enemy? Some days it's probably Satan. He gets the better of me. Sometimes you might say, this world around me, I give in to peer pressure and I go along with what is not right. But if you're honest with yourself, you'd probably say there are plenty of days when your worst spiritual enemy is, is you. And mine is, is me. The Bible describes our hearts as so far turned against God that without him, we would do nothing but fight against against God. And an ally of Satan is no, friend of, is no friend of God. So what's the Bible's answer then? If Jesus is coming to fight against Satan and Satan's allies, if, if the word you'd use is Jesus defeated Satan, if the word that the Bible uses is Jesus overcame the world, which word would you pick for what Jesus did to, to us? Jesus destroyed us. Jesus put us in our place. I, there are other synonyms for defeating somebody, but if there's one word you would use, it would be Jesus saved us. Which is where Ephesians goes next. Even though we were, as it calls us, dead in our sins, underneath the wrath of God, here's what Paul wrote next. Ephesians 4, chapter 2, verses 4 through 10. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. The word of the Lord. Jesus defeated Satan. He overcame the world. But rather than fighting against us or destroying us, Jesus came to, to save us. 
And people have asked me this, and I, I, don't, I don't, the Bible doesn't say. Why would God choose to save sinful human beings and not Satan and the angels? Why is it that of all the things that are wrecked in this world, when Jesus came to this world, he said, I will save, save people? The Bible doesn't answer that specifically. The answer given here is just simply this. It's because God loves us. No reason in us. It's not because of what we did. Without God, we'd still be fighting against him. And yet the Bible says that out of God's great rich, rich mercy, Christ Jesus came and by God's grace we are saved. And so if you follow this picture of allies in a war, we start out by nature on Satan's side fighting against God and against what's good, but the Bible talks about how in Christ Jesus now as his forgiven people, God, he, he did, he died for us, he takes away our sins, he gives us heaven, but part of it now is he actually flips it so that now we're on his side. That you and I are now allied with God in the struggle that's going on. Because this whole fight against Satan, you can look at it as what Jesus did when he came. That's true. But the fight's still going on. And now Jesus has redeemed you and brought him over to his side. So is there going to be Satan to oppose in your life? Yeah. Is this world around you going to have ways where it's against God? Yeah, it will too. Will you actually have to fight a battle against yourself every day yeah, you will. But in the end, it's not you and it's not me who wins the battle. That is Jesus Christ. He's the one who defeated Satan. He's the over, one who overcame this world. And he's the one who saved us. Amen.